What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Skate Church Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Shadow, and with me is my dude, Brandon Baker. Yo! <laughs> in the house. And we also have another special guest, Mr. Mark Cook, in the house. What's up, everybody? So, we got Mark in house today because this week I wasn't able to be uh, at our usual parks, but Mark led um, one of our Bible studies based off the Skate Church Movement Devo. Um, at our Naples park and um, I heard some really cool things about it so I thought it'd be cool to get him on board today to kind of share uh, how we taught the lesson and, um, and as always Brandon accompanying him with that one and as I always plug in if you haven't checked out the website check it out at skatechurchmovement.com you can find all 52 of these devos and this week we're talking about how to study the Bible we've talked about what is the Bible is it relevant is it trustworthy but now if we know all those things, like how do we go about reading it? Because it's a lot, a lot of books, a lot of chapters, a lot of words. And it's not the most easy book to read, but we're going to try to hopefully share how we can just make reading the Bible easy. Not even easy, but just how to get the most out of it as well. Yeah, without further ado, I'm just going to let Brandon Mark just take it away and just share with us this week's Devo. Yeah, so this week, uh, How Do We Study the Bible was written and submitted by Frenchie. You know personally, don't you, Mark? I do know Frenchie. Yeah, I've heard some pretty cool things, uh, some some pretty funny things, but I won't get into that. Uh, but he started off with using a verse from James one twenty two. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves, mm, which, is, which is a pretty gnarly verse to start off with because of how legitimate it is. And really, the book of James is very straightforward to... Um, to everything that it is talking about when um, acting upon faith and all that surrounds faith. So I think it's a really good verse to be using when discussing this topic. And he did a really good job at segmenting it into four different topics of how Mm -hmm. to help make studying the Bible easy, which is what I used for it whenever I led this. But I'm a little bit more interested in how you used this lesson that Frenchie gave us and how you made it your own to bring to the kids at Naples. Yeah, you know, so I think when you think about how to study the Bible or how do we study the Bible, I use the analogy and, and Fringy kind of goes in this too. If we are going to watch somebody skateboard, you're studying them, but, but just to study them and never actually practice it yourself, right. you would never learn the trick. But last night we were, I was actually playing Nick, uh, a good friend of ours and, we were playing a game of skate, and he was doing impossible under flip. And, so and I'm nuts. just like, dude, I don't, I don't even know if I've ever even seen anybody do that, but for sure I got a letter on it. And I, But I was trying to watch like where he puts his front foot, where he has his back foot, what's his position of his body, how does he turn it, open his shoulders, or whatever he does. And it's like you're studying that. And I was thinking about that with how to study the Bible, that so many people want to open up the Bible and immediately go to Revelation. They're like, let me go to the last book of the Bible. And it would almost be like a new Christian saying, how do I do an impossible underflip? You know, right. it's like too much content at one point. You're just like, well, this is a lot. And um, But in Christianity, much like skateboarding, we start with the basics of saying, hey, what does this say about God? Who is Jesus? You know, how do I love my neighbor? Yeah, we just talked about last night, just the simplicity of opening mm-hmm. up scripture and starting to look at it through the lens of not trying to dissect every little bit of it and understand the most complicated parts of scripture, but really just asking the basic questions of what does it say about God? What does it say about us? And how do we apply it to our lives? Okay. And that ended up really speaking to some of your guys that were there. I heard that it got into like a lot of questions, like what questions did just bringing up this in the simplified form, what, what questions yeah. were, came about after that? Well, I mean, so I've seen this a lot, and I think a lot of times people don't actually stop to really think about, you know, life, scripture, Mm -hmm. the Bible. And so when we started talking about how to study the Bible, you know, there was a couple guys who started asking the questions like, 
well, how do we know the Bible is true? And that was the thing, the topic two weeks ago, you know, is right. the relevancy of scripture. How do we know that it was really inspired by God? But then they started to ask the questions, well, how do I know that there is only one God, you know? Or, okay. And, and really coming back to the validity of scripture, but I think it in and of itself, and even the whole reason that we're so excited about the skate church movement um, and the 52 devos is that each of these devos are kind of compounding on one another from, right. from what is the Bible to the validity of the Bible to how do I study the Bible? And, and so I think even the questions that were being asked last night were the repetitiveness of four weeks in a row talking about scripture and starting to say, okay, maybe this actually is real. And so, yeah, man, asking, asking questions about eternity. We had guys last night who were wanting to really, you know, ask like, is there really, is heaven and hell real? Like, how do I know it's real? There's nothing in between. And, a lot of people don't even stop to think about that those things and so yeah. we were really encouraged just actually seeing people who were part of the bible study actually starting to say oh maybe i should think about life after death or i should think about why scripture exists or whatever it might be yeah exactly now that we've been going on the series for i think four weeks now just focusing on the relevancy of the bible is it true and how do we use it it's now starting to get them to start asking these questions and now realizing like, okay, wait, we just finished that topic after hearing it. Maybe they came to two of our skate parks, so they heard a similar lesson both times. Like now they're actually thinking about it and it's it's holding some weight over. So now you've just pretty much given them the step like this is how you, how to do it. And now they're totally. left in that state of like, oh gosh, now it's starting to feel a little bit more real. For sure. And And Derek was just sharing a little bit ago. And maybe you could share, Derek, about what your pastor had taught you growing up about the acronym SOAP, about when you're reading scripture. And I think so many times people are like, well, it's confusing, or I don't know what I'm reading, or it's too much. And um, and we, we generally, I would say through Skate Church, at least for us, like we encourage kids that, that are studying their Bible. And, and I said this last night, is that not every person at Skate Church is going to study their Bible. I mean, the reality is they just won't. Just like every kid in the world is not going to skateboard as much as we would love for them to, as much as I wish every kid in the world was a skater, not every kid is going to be a skater and not every kid is going to study the Bible, but those who desire to know more of God, hopefully, which will become the people who we're ministering to and sharing the gospel with, hopefully will pursue God and want to know more of him. But we ask, we encourage them to ask these questions. So as we read scripture um, and it's six questions that we look at, we use kind of a skateboard as an analogy with the nose being the question or using the nose of the skateboard as what does it say about God? The tail would be, what does it say about us? And then the four wheels are these questions is, is there a promise to hold on to? Is there something that God is saying he's not going to do again, or he will do? Is there an example to follow? whether it's uh, a disciple or someone in the Old Testament, is there an example that we can look at and follow? Is there a command to obey? And is there a sin to avoid? And so when we ask those questions, I think generally it, it helps us uh, process what we're reading a little bit more. But yeah, Derek, you should share the acronym um, SOAP. Yeah, my pastor back home, he would always share about this SOAP thing. And he's like, hell, this is how you can make reading the Bible super easy. And this is what I do my, for my personal devos too, is when I read, I'm not the greatest reader in the world. I can get really overwhelmed by too much or I'm like, oh man, what part do I focus on? But he would just say soap, like scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And scripture is like, you start reading in one spot. Like say you're reading like, you know, John chapter one. You don't necessarily have to read the entire chapter, but read until something stands out to you. The second something stands out to you, ask the questions. All right, what was this that made me stop and 
ponder like this specific passage, ask yourself like, all right, what's, what's really happening in this story? Like, is Jesus talking? Like who's, who's talking to who, uh, where's this taking place? And what's, you know, just asking all these little questions. But once you go into there, you go into application, like, all right, what am I actually learning from this scenario? Or what am I, um, like, how can I go and be changed by what I'm reading right now and live this out today, wherever I go. And then P prayer is after you spend time in scripture, you made the observations, you asked the questions, you dug into the word, try, maybe even looked up some of the historical context mm-hmm. um, online or through like a, a book of some sort. And then you have applied it to yourself. Now just pray, say, Lord, like, how can I, you know, teach me how daily I can just put this into practice or, and give me the strength to, you know, do these things that you're asking me to do that are usually really difficult. But, but that's as simple as it is. But in that soap process, like journaling it is huge. Like I actually have like a journal right now where I can like write down every day. This is my scripture. This is what I'm taking out of it. These are my little you know, observations. This is what I'm going to do about this today. And, you know, not even writing my prayer necessarily, but just having a time to pray. But that's a way to make it super simple because sometimes like reading the Bible can be like putting together Ikea furniture where <laughs> everything is in like Swedish and you're like, what the heck? I was trying to build like a desk and now I have like that's a true. bunk bed. I don't know why, but it's like, it can be so overwhelming, but God's like, dude, slow down. Just look at one little piece, read until something stands out to you. You don't have to knock out a home run and read the entire Bible in one go. Like the best way we can really digest the Bible is piece by piece, little by little. And that's the way it fully can stick to us where we can actually live it out and yeah, be changed from the inside out. So we can go and change the world around us. So good, man. And so I just got one verse and speaking of one little nugget that we can pull out of here. And I think this is, this is the one that we shared last night at the park and just encouraging the kids. This is Hebrews four twelve, and And this is what makes the word of God so unique more so than any other book in the world that exists is Hebrew four, Hebrews four twelve says the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the double than the sharpest two edged sword mm. cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow. It exposes our inmost thoughts and desires mm-hmm. and that the word of God is real. It's living. It's active. You could study the same passage of scripture every day for a year straight and each time you read it you're going to pull something new out of it that's i mean i think that's the hope is that we're not studying the bible to try to achieve and receive some limited amount of knowledge and information but we're actually studying it because it's alive and active dude what i love a lot is the book of jonah (laughs) because the like jonah is literally only four chapters but yet every time i read it i remember i read it when i was a kid when i first was getting like witness to and i just wanted to be able to prove like i wrote a book of the bible check me out i'm so cool but literally it's four chapters and you can think like a book that's that small like maybe two pages tops in a little you know a little bible but yet every time i read that book i get something completely different out of it and it's not because i'm taking things out of context it's not because like I'm misreading it. It's like, no, like the Bible speak to you different ways in different seasons where you're like, dude, I never understood this part, but now I do because I walk through this. Mm -hmm. And now I understand this part because now I've walked through that part. I don't know. It's just funny how it literally is like a living, breathing word. Yeah. Even through something you've read a million times, it can still be made new to you with a new set of eyes. Like even like a week, a week apart from reading it the first time. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's ridiculous how even I, uh, I love to give them the example of Jonah just because it's just it's short. It's like, oh, I bought to re- reread that same story again. Nah, dude, go back, reread stuff. If you totally. ever think you know scripture fully, you don't know <laughs> because you're like, oh my gosh, I never noticed this part before. I never noticed that before. Other times when we read stuff and then we realize, man, I never actually put that into practice. 
you start putting it in practice and then it becomes alive to you in an even more mind boggling, eye opening way too. So, so good. yeah, it's good stuff. So on the note, and maybe with this can be a close off, but on the note of the two edged sword, I was just thinking about the, uh, how similar some things can be within skateboarding and our faith we're doing at the skate park, you know, this big game of skate. And on, mm-hmm. on Saturday, Brandon, who helps run the park is about to crown the winner of this big game of, of skate that's been going on for four weeks with a samurai sword that's the trophy yeah and i was thinking about it. it's literally i mean it's such a good example but within skateboarding dude you could skate forever and there's still new tricks to learn and you see that when you see people who are really good at skate starting to do pressure shoves and there's like random weird skate tricks that you never really think about and one of the guys that's going into the finals or semifinals this this weekend dude the dude's got shove it's every direction with shove it reverts you know and then right. shove it body varials and it's like there's there's never ending amount of tricks you can learn and then once you learn all those then you learn them nolly fakey switch and it's the same with scripture it's the same with the word man we continue to dive into it we continue to read it and each time we do we're still learning more and it's not like we hit this point of perfection we're like oh now we know it all but now it's like we're just starting to press into some of those mm-hmm. truths so Dude, I love I love your take on that. And what I would like to add on to that, pointing out, is with those guys learning those tricks, is you wouldn't have learned it unless you saw someone else do it. Totally. So it's so important when taking the Bible and considering all of these different practices with it is to find someone, one like Derek's pastor, who taught him this acronym that he now lives by whenever he's studying the Bible, and that he could have gone to at that point whenever he had questions that he couldn't find the answer himself, or then go to prayer, or even find someone who's at the same level as you so that you two can encourage each other to and hold each other accountable when going forward and doing stuff like whenever i'm skating down a stair set i hate skating it by myself so i won't but if i have someone else skating it and there's a session going i'll be trying 10 times harder than i would be if i was by myself so definitely consider that whenever you're diving into the bible and asking yourself the question how am i going to study the bible find someone and it'll make it 10 times easier but thank you, Mark, for joining us this week. I think that's all we have for you guys. If you are interested in sharing with how you've been taking this Devo and how you've been utilizing it in your park, feel free to reach out to us at skatechurchmovement.com. But anyways, that's all we have for you guys. Thank you. Keep pushing forward.